It's about the same as what we experienced five, six years, or maybe even eight years ago in Europe, where we had this real big shift from print media to digital. And that shift of perspective and also of investments is currently going on here in Asia. We're certainly here to, uh, to ride that wave. Date November 2016, episode 148. In this episode, Edo van Dijk, CEO at Eden Spiegelmann, talks about opening their new office in Singapore, why he was attracted to that location, what they are working on at the moment, and how they aim to reinvent the use of plastic bags. Why did you decide to move to Singapore and open a branch of Eden Spiegelmann over there? Initially, my reasoning for going to Singapore were quite personal. I lived and worked in Amsterdam for more than 25 years and uh, my wife and I really wanted a change of scenery, a change of pace, a change of uh, context and um, we wanted to move to a different country, preferably outside of uh, uh, Europe. And we did some, some investigations, uh, we, we, we've traveled quite extensively just for, you know, for holidays throughout the world. So we had a number of favorites uh, and we further investigated where we could set up a business. And it turned out that one of the places where in 2013, 2014, when I started this journey, it was relatively easy to set up a business as a foreigner, even without being inside the country, appeared to be or happened to be Singapore. And of course, Singapore has uh, this really super interesting mix of Western and Asian influences and culture. You can speak uh, English with almost everyone here, uh, everyone learns English in school um, and um, yeah and of course the last but not least the food is really really outstanding here. Was Tokyo also on the shortlist of possible destinations? Well Tokyo and, and many other cities, also cities in, in China were not as high on the map. Uh, they were certainly high on the map from a, from a design and culture uh, perspective but it's a, it's a lot more difficult to set up a business there as a foreigner without really understanding or speaking the language. So I, I knew if we would move there, it would be not as comfortable as setting up shop in, uh, in Singapore. And I'm, I'm at that age where comfort is also uh, important. <laughs> in terms of competition, it seems like a very smart move. Yes, I think so. I think we're a bit ahead of the curve here. Not so much looking at the competition because quite a few competitors have all already moved to Asia, either to China or indeed here to Singapore. For instance, just to name a few, Huge is, has an office here, RGA has an office here, but also branding agencies like uh, Future Brands and Interbrands have set up shop here. So it's not that the, the landscape is completely wide open, uh, that's certainly not the case. But if I look at where investments of large companies and also the government are going today here, it's about the same as what we experienced five, six years, or maybe even eight years ago in Europe, where we had this real big shift from print media to digital. And that shift of perspective and also of investments is currently going on here in Asia. We're certainly here to, uh, to ride that wave. What is Eden Spiekermann working on at the moment in Singapore? So over the past year, the past months, more specifically, we've, we've developed from the ground up uh, an online marketplace for art called ArtHit arthit.com for a, lo a local uh, company here in Singapore which was set up by a Dutch woman and her Singaporean husband and um, they engaged us both for the development of the new brand and for the, the development of the, the web portal, the website. Uh, so that's one example and uh, we're also working on the rebranding of a company 
that used to be like a temping agency for the oil and gas and marine business. They've shifted their attention span and it has everything to do with the decline of this industry here in, uh, in the region uh, to developing IT solutions, developing smart tools for mobile use, especially in uh, industrial and complex surroundings. And we're helping them with guiding that shift of their brand and their identity to a new domain, to new type of customers and clients. Uh, we've created a new brand, a new logo, brand identity, and we're now going to start helping them also with their website and with other collateral. Third example of work that we're doing, and maybe we can explore that also a little bit further, because that is maybe the one that is at the moment closest to my heart. Uh, that is a part, partly self-initiated project, which is the development of a, a line of reusable, biodegradable shopping bags. And um, so we're, what we're trying to do with this initiative, together with a number of NGOs, with large businesses, and with um, a production company that makes the, the material out of which this these bags are made. What we're trying to do is, of course, to push back the amount of single-use plastic bags that are simply just waste as much as possible. When we first arrived here, just almost two years ago, we noticed that here in Singapore, all supermarkets, all convenience stores, they just hand out plastic bags, single-use plastic bags by the bundle for free. There's no legislation here yet, like in many, many countries in Europe, like in my home country, the Netherlands, where since the uh, beginning of this year, free plastic bags are banned, are just forbidden. And we already know that the government here is not willing to legislate yet. Uh, they may do so if grassroots initiatives or public demand changes. But right now, most Singaporeans are very much used to receiving free plastic bags at the checkout counter. Uh, what we're trying to do is to develop and to create a good alternative. That seems like a big educational undertaking as well. Yes, yes. And unfortunately, that type of educational information and educational um, programs are already underway. There's quite a lot going on in, in that sense, which is very much government-initiated. But what we see is that not a lot of companies jump on the bandwagon yet to try and help the government in pushing this further. And one of the main problems that we see is that there's hardly any thinking about alternatives. So if we don't hand out plastic bags for free anymore at the checkout, what is the alternative that we offer to people? Do they have to buy their bags? That's the current situation. If you want to have a, a reusable bag, most shopping or supermarkets do offer that, but you have to buy them for one or two dollars. So most people don't think that's an alternative. They don't want to pay money for something that was free many, many years before. So what we're trying to do is to give them a free alternative. It is indeed free. Others will, will pay for the bags. And in return, the bags will, will have a well-designed print that the sponsor can, can use as a walking billboard, basically. But we also keep the, the design of these bags in our own hands, of course, because we don't want to give away all that advertising space to any type of advertiser even though they pay for the bags, but we want the bags to be reused, you know. So it's part of our story that we want the bags to be so nice, so good-looking, that people indeed will, uh, will want to reuse them hundreds of times. There will be a, a digital aspect as well. We're, we're also developing an app which supermarkets and shoppers can use to, uh, to drive the behavior, to drive the, the reuse of the shopping bags. Basically, if you, if you reuse your shopping bag, you will get points. And those points will be, will be added to your account through that app. It's a very simple process at checkout. 
and with the points that you save up, you can redeem them for uh, special promotions, for, uh, for actions, things like that. So that's, that's an extra driver which we believe Singaporeans will like because they are very much into these types of sweepstakes. The, the options are almost limitless. It depends very much on the, on the conversation that we have with potential sponsors and advertisers. So we're currently in the, in the process of engaging with the first big sponsor and, and advertiser who wants to use these reusable shopping bags as part of their offer in supermarkets. So they will give them away combined with their product. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the details yet because we haven't signed any contracts yet. So, but, it, but we're working on that. And if this indeed comes about, then it's going to be huge and it's going to have a big impact on the visibility of our, our new brand. I can share the brand with you that we've developed for, the, for these shopping bags. It's called Quokka and uh, uh, Quokka with a Q. So you spell it Q-U-O-K-K-A, Quokka. And you can pronounce it either Quokka or Coca. And, and a Quokka is, is in fact um, a small marsupial in the, from the family of the, the kangaroos that lives on a number of small islands off the coast of Perth, so the west, southwest Australian coast. They're an endangered species because they've never really been haunted or chased by humans, so they're very friendly and they're very approachable. And we chose this symbol for these bags, of course, because quokkas take their pouch wherever they go. So we're, we're ready to go to market now, and it's really now up to the first big sponsors to, to help us yeah, to get the financing of the production of the bags uh, going. And um, it looks like uh, we're very close to that now. Wow, that's a fantastic idea. I can see you guys doing this all over the place. Exactly. Yeah, the, of course, the, the ambition is to, to go global. The, the company that I'm working with uh, on this, who, who does the, the production of the bags and who, uh, who, who make the material, the biodegradable plastics these bags are made of, they have a Chinese background and they have very strong links with China. Uh, so their ambition is certainly after initial uh, market launch in uh, Singapore to very quickly also to move to, uh, to China, to mainland China.